The Numinous Podcast with Carmen Spaniola. Hi there, and welcome to the Numinous Podcast, where we have interesting conversations with everyday folks about the mystery of life. I'm your host, Carmen Spaniola, joining you from the lands of the Lekwungen speaking peoples, the Songhees, and the Esquimalt First Nations, recently known as Victoria, BC, Canada. Something a little bit different today, my friends. A clip from a recent tutorial session in the Numinous Network. So here's the context. Before I had the Numinous Network, I had the Numinous School, which was an annual program for intuition and spiritual development, and it ran from 2014 to 2020. But then I paused it because I started writing my book, The Spirited Kitchen. And then when the pandemic started, I realized that people were severely under-resourced and the need for mental and emotional support and co-regulation was at an all-time high. But also that the themes of my work for several years prior, themes like somatic self-regulation, attachment and co-regulation, social and environmental chaos and collapse and large-scale social cooperation dilemmas, um, eco-grief, and also the need for like spiritual grounding and connection and soothing. They were all coming together in a really obvious way in the collective. Like COVID really wove all the threads together of my work in a, in a more obvious way for people. They'd all been there prior. Um, and yeah, the Numinous School was set to end in mm, July of 2020. So it just kind of was like naturally ending, but I was like, hmm, we still need something else because this pandemic, as my partner and I had been talking about for a while, like this is a sign of collapse. So anyway, so I started the Numinous Network in April of 2020. And so many of the Numini who were like sad that the Numinous School, Numini is what we call alumni of the Numinous School. So many of them were like sad that the Numinous School is ending. So they got on board and like rolled over into the Numinous Network because it was like an expansion of the themes that we were already touching on in our classes. Um, the classes that we had in the Numinous School, we started each month with an enrichment class. So that would be like a 90 minute class. Half of that was me lecturing doing like a deep dive on a topic. And then we would do some trance work or some intuition development exercise. We'd do some kind of experiential piece. And then two weeks later, midway through the month, we had a tutorial. So in the network, we have like some of the old recordings of those enrichment classes that are archived, but it's like not a fully fleshed out numinous school course. It's not like that, you know, really structured 12 months. Um, but we did continue with all the tutorials because they're tons of fun. People come to the tutorial, it's like an AMA and ask me anything for anything to do with spirituality, but particularly like, you know, in the Numinous School, it was like any particular questions or like troubleshooting from the enrichment class people would bring. And then the last half an hour of it, I'm doing one card readings for people that we just do divination oracle card readings. And when there's like 30 people on a call, it's like rapid fire. When people are new in the network and they come to the tutorial, I'm always like trying to prep them that it's like, just so you know, we're going to go from like 
really deep and connected and kind of like feeling open and internal. And then suddenly we'll shift to card draws. And just so you know, it will feel like suddenly the energy ramps up. It's like we're on the prices, right? And things are just happening really fast while we do these like rapid fire one card readings. Anyway, I wanted to share this clip from our recent tutorial because Marissa asked an excellent question that like weaves so many of these themes together. So Marissa is a longtime Numenai. They were a member also of the Threshold Community, which was another online program, like a nine month program I did twice, I co-hosted and it was around collapse awareness. So Marissa has been in like my intuition development stuff, my collapse awareness stuff. Also, she's been in my co-healing pods which is all about understanding polyvagal theory and attachments, nervous system regulation. So like they know a lot, <laughs> they know all this stuff. And also just because in their lived experience, they, they are a seasoned facilitator. They've been on wilderness quest, not with me, but with another seasoned elder. They're a queer identified animist hide tanner. They, I mean, they just really get all this stuff and they're just a very dear person to me. So. When they asked this question, I knew it was more about reminding them of something they already knew, maybe helping them find some words to articulate something. So maybe I didn't do a great job of like <laughs> answering this question for someone totally new to these currents of thought or, or totally new to sort of trying to weave together or find the through line. Um, but I felt like the question she asked and like, it's like, it would be resonant and maybe already alive for many people who just hadn't really thought of it that way before. Like the through lines aren't necessarily so apparent if you aren't immersed in spaces where these things are taken as like fairly common knowledge that there are connections <laughs> between attachment, um, collapse, spiritual development, social um, well-being, et cetera. Anyway, so perhaps this episode will seem a little too esoteric or like out there for some folks, but if you feel perked up and curious or intrigued at the end of it, just stay tuned, stay with me for how you can go deeper. So for now, let's listen in. Go ahead, Marissa. Hello. Hi, my friend. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I want to have like questions about how to um connect like trance to collapse to like collective like what is that um I yeah how to how to communicate and link those things okay very similar to dream work and I don't know if you remember in the Numinous school when we did the dream work hey everybody I think I'm going to start the Numinous school next year again just so you know <laughs> it's going to be in the network we're going to do the Numinous School again. It was very cool, everyone. We always had tutorials, but then it was like, okay, now we're all doing dream work for a month and we have an enrichment class where I do a lecture. And then we had this tutorial class, which was questioned specifically about the lecture. Anyway, um, so we had, I think it was like every February when we did the dream work one and we talked about how dreaming is death preparation. Dreaming is death practice. And so that's why we do lucid dreaming, right? It's like, we want to try to be as lucid in our death as possible <laughs> so that we can calm ourselves 
that's like literally the entire point of dream work practice is like trying to learn how to calm the body, calm the mind, calm the spirit so that we can move through altered states of consciousness and altered states of beingness, those liminals, but you know, life isn't like it's life and now it's death. There's a lot of liminal spaces in between. And so we're learning how to, 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 be as lucid as possible or as calm as possible in our dream work. And many of us find trying to be um, at lucid in our dreams really, really hard. <laughs> like it's like I sometimes get moments and then I'm like squirrel. Like I, I just can't like stay focused. Trance work is the kind of next closest step for me. So we practice trance work to once again enter willingly into altered states of consciousness, other ways of perceiving. And perhaps at times we will be able to glean some of the surplus knowledge in the universe, which is, again, that was, remember, that was the first lecture in the Numinous School where we talked about what is intuition. It's that there's surplus knowledge in the universe and we can learn how to grasp it. And so that's what we're doing in trance work. <laughs> there's surplus knowledge out here. The cosmos is wise, or if not wise, it's it's on some kind of program. And like, perhaps I could get an inside track to that. Anytime we can engage in relationship with what is large, vast, perceptually vast, unknown, unknowable, having an awe-filled experience, a numinous experience, we are able to, that's how we're learning how to tolerate overwhelm and vastness right? Remember, well, we would know this from co-healing pods. It's all coming together here, Marissa. In co-healing pods, we talk about awe and the vagus nerve and how the experience of awe is overwhelming and could very easily feel like fear. And so we're learning how to connect with our own vagus nerve and like keep ourselves calm and regulated while being enfolded into something larger and triggering the ventral vagal, our pro-social response of wanting to engage in that which is larger than us. And what is collapse, if not an overwhelming, perceptually vast, like very difficult, unknown, unknowable, very difficult to engage with experience. So what we do is we try to shift into our ventral vagal of being in awe, being in wonder, same as death practice, like holy shit. <laughs> this is happening. Can I be in awe and wonder instead of in terror as much as possible? And why are we doing that? Everybody has their own reasons. Personally, it's because I don't want to burden my loved ones. I just don't. I want to, I want to be able to like give them a glimpse into something miraculous or wondrous rather than freak the shit out of them. That's my hope. Right. And so collapse is a similar thing. Beauty is still there. Beauty endures because humans will still be born and humans will still die and the sun will keep coming up and the stars will still be there. And people, you'll fall in love in sh weird, shitty circumstances. Like all of the poignance of humanity gets kind of ratcheted up. And what I want to do is not contract and get overwhelmed with fear. I want to like soften and stay as much as possible in a dynamic reciprocal relationship, which with that, which would otherwise overwhelm me. So trance helps me do that. What's happening to me in trance? I don't know what's going on. Is it stressing me out or can I just like, 
and fold into the wonder and just be curious, inquisitive, open to receiving, releasing the need to know. These are all collapse skills to me. Mm, what do you think? Are you picking up what I'm putting down, my friend? I know that Marissa could have been asking something more about like collective consciousness and maybe some teachers would have talked more about like co-dreaming or morphogenetic resonance and the morphogenic fields and that kind of stuff. That is stuff that we did get into in the Numinous School, particularly in that month of dream work. But knowing Marissa and just kind of taking the vibe check that day, weaving how collapse is a through line for all these topics was just the answer that made more sense to me intuitively. Um, anyway, I shared that for a few reasons. First of all, I think that's just like juicy material. Let's jam on that. <laughs> I can talk about that stuff forever. Um, so, hey, if you like this episode, share about it on social. Tag me in it. Love to hear what you think. Um, but also I share because Free Week is coming up again in the Numinous Network November 27th to December 3rd. So if you want like a bigger glimpse than just this five-minute clip of like what we're doing in there, you got to be on my newsletter list because on uh, on November 27th, I'll email the link for free week, that free trial of the network. And now remember, the network is a subscription service and things just happen automatically. So if you don't want to be charged and like roll into the network for a month, you'll need to cancel before the seventh day is up. We're not going to do that admin for you, but we will send you reminder emails and notifications. So you remember to do that if you don't want to hang around for the Yuletide season. You're totally welcome to just like dip in, take a look around, enjoy it for free. And if you're like, yeah, it's great or it's not so great, whatever, I don't have time for it in my life, feel free, leave, come back. If you've already done free week before, no biggie, come back for another free week. But then if you want to stay, yes, my friends, December is Yuletide in the Numinous Network. Now, if you're newer to my work, like maybe through the cookbook, The Spirited Kitchen, I'm telling you, the Yuletide chapter comes alive in the network in December. It is like I was trying to share the magic of what we've been doing every year. Even before there was the network, there was this Spirit of Yuletide program that I did. But now that we have the network, it's really like the, the Yuletide chapter in the Spirit of Kitchen is like animated in real life for all of us in the network in December. So we do like foraged vermouth making workshop. I'm doing a himaly making workshop. I do wreath and garland making. We're also having a white Christmas watch party. Remember that movie, White Christmas? Rosemary Clooney, Vera Ellen, Bing Crosby, Danny Kay. If you want to have a little bit of camp and like hammy musical, we're having a watch party. And then the sort of heart of the season, the spirit of Yuletide, which is my annual 12-day program of daily folklore, folklore podcasts and mini meditations, that begins, as always, on solstice, December 21st, and it runs through January 1st. So it's all happening in the Numinous Network, and so you get all that, plus still the like group somatics classes and access to all my courses. It's so fun, and so for the best deal, you'll want to sign up for free week on the 27th or sometime during that week and then roll over into network membership for a month so we can hang out. Listener shout out today. The listener shout out today is specifically to Laura who left a review 
of my book, The Spirited Kitchen, on Amazon. It's titled, Gut Deep Honesty and Beauty, from one of my favorite podcasters. I received my pre-order of The Spirited Kitchen on Halloween Samhain, which felt like a little gift from the universe. After reading the introduction, I was left a little teary, wondering if the gift wasn't from someone in particular, my beloved grandmother who passed away years ago, but who has been on my mind. I didn't expect the book's introduction alone to bring me to tears, but Carmen's description of why she chooses to honor each season was the description I'd been giving the people who ask me the same thing, except I'd never been able to put into words like she does. I felt seen. Okay, I'm getting a little teary, Laura. That's... I'm I'm moved. That's so gratifying to hear that. <clears throat> Laura continues. Um... Spaniola gets a little more personal here than she does on her podcast, The Numinous Podcast. I appreciate the chance to understand where she comes from. The honesty of laying it all out on the table, warts and all, is refreshing. I think so many witchy types turn to elements of witchcraft, paganism, and animism because they hold keys to deep emotional healing. Spaniola describes how a salvaged kale yard helped heal her soul and keep her little family alive. It's a dramatic and a simple story at the same time. It is deeply relatable. Laura, that is like the best review I could ever imagine. <laughs> like, not just review, but this is a, a wild experience for me to kind of remember like, oh yeah, people are going to read the words. And this is a book where I share really personal things that normally I only share in like the numinous school or the numinous network that kind of thing so um I feel seen and thank you for seeing me reviews are super important my friends I hate to ask to 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 ask you for anything around this but like if you wanted to give me the best holiday season gift that would be it, is to write a review on Goodreads or Amazon because um, that's how the algorithm keeps putting my book in front of the right people. So thank you, Laura. As I sign off here, I just want to offer one more reason why you may want to get on my newsletter list. I am leading a wilderness quest in June 2023. There won't be one in 2024, but there is one happening in June 2023. You have to apply for a spot, and the applications close on November 30th. I kind of put it out to my um, closest pupils first, and then put it out in the network, and now I'm letting all my podcast listeners know, um, and my, my newsletter subscribers know. I'm sending out the links to the webpage about Quest and um, to the application for Quest this weekend, so I'm not exactly sure which date. Um, I gotta check the astrology, but it'll either be the... 19th or 20th of November. So if you think you might be interested in learning more about Quest, sign up for my newsletter on my website at carmenspaniola.com. C-A-R-M-E-N-S-P-A-G-N-O-L-A. Until next time, take care.